If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hey everyone, welcome back to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any, any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I'm super excited to dive into today's show. Today, I'm your guest. I'm actually not interviewing anyone. I'm going to be sharing some information that I think is really powerful and has been really helpful to a lot of our clients. So today, I'm going to dive into the five steps to take a quantum leap in your business this year. And if you're feeling you know, good about business and you want to get to the next level, I think you'll enjoy this show. If you're feeling like things aren't going the way you planned, I think you'll enjoy the show. So hopefully I can give you some great tips. This is definitely one of those shows where you're going to want to have a pen out and a piece of paper or a journal or something to write in, because I guarantee you, you're going to want to take some notes. Before I dive into the content today, I just really quickly wanted to remind you of a couple of things. If you haven't gotten our free gift yet, you can go to www.salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. And that's six secrets to doubling your sales. It's a PDF. It's super easy to download. And I know it'll give you a a quick boost in your sales today as well. Again, it's salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. Also, I would love, love, love to partner with you on your next event, conference, or sales training session. So you can go to UrsulaMinches.com to see all of my latest keynotes, and you can click on the link to book me now. To do that, just I'll spell my name because it's easier. It's U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S.com. You can also go to SalesCoachNow.com and click on the sales camp button at the bottom. We have all of our information, all of our sales camps that are coming up. So we'd love to see you. I want to thank you guys. We have listeners all over the world. We love hearing from you. You can always email us at contact at salescoachnow.com and let us know if there's any particular topics you'd like to hear about, or if you have any questions, or if there's anything we can do for you. So we have a great sponsor again today. And I'm just so grateful for the companies that help us keep going. They're definitely friends of our community. And we have the Dancing House 
as our sponsor again today. I just want to thank them. I want to thank Melissa Huber. She's amazing. I interviewed her on the show. Definitely take a listen. Here's what they have to say over at the Dancing House. Taking care of ourselves is key to taking care of our world. Isn't that the truth? However, it's more and more difficult to find the time to get to the yoga studio or a gym, and no one likes being surrounded by strangers when we're working out. We could work out at home, but sometimes it's impossible to stay motivated. And let's be honest, searching for great video options on YouTube may have you giving up before you even get your shoes on. I've been there. But good news, TDH Virtual Experience has got you covered. So you can experience a class setting virtually on your terms, experience yoga, boogie fit dance, fitness, and even ballet and tap dance classes simply by logging into your account. You'll have the opportunity to ask questions and receive personalized answers and be part of a fun, supportive community without leaving your home. And Melissa, I mean, she's amazing. She's super inspiring. Of course, she's in incredible shape. She's, I mean, it's just motivating to watch her and be inspired by her. So go to thedancinghouse.com. It starts at just $25 a month. And what's even better is that you can try it out for free for two weeks, no credit card required. New classes are added every week dancinghouse.com. By the way, thedancinghouse.com. I got to make sure I get that right. So thanks again, Melissa and her team. So I'm just really excited to connect directly with you. I've just been having such a fun year. We've had many sales camps in Minnesota and California. I've been speaking all over the place and it kind of feels like a whirlwind has been happening, which is great. I thought things were slowing down a little bit this summer, but um, actually things have picked up quickly. And I have a lot more bookings than I thought, which is fun. And I want you to have that same experience. I want you to feel excited about your business again. So if you're not, let's dive into what's happening. And like I said before, if if you're having a great year, that's awesome as well. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, I just want to say welcome. Make sure you subscribe. If you like what you hear, definitely you know leave us a testimonial. If you like what you hear, write a review. We'd love to hear from you. So I just want to welcome you. We have listeners from all over the world, 52 plus countries, and we just welcome you. So if you're new, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background and why I do this. Because a lot of times people ask me, like, how did you get into this? Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and I ask myself that sometimes. The truth is that... If you would have told me I was going to be a professional speaker, a paid professional speaker on stage, you know, sometimes being paid thousands and thousands of dollars for a one hour keynote, I never would have believed you. That was definitely not my path. And yet when I look back, everything that happened, you know, was preparing me for what I was going to do next. And so my background is I really quickly, I grew up on a farm in Southern Minnesota thought I was going to stay on the farm forever, loved the farm, the farm life, loved animals, loved being outside. My parents said, go to college and get a good job. So I thought, all right, well, I'm going to find the closest college that I can to the farm. And I found this little school called St. Olaf. I majored in psychology and communication because one, I wanted to figure myself out. I felt like, you know, my family had a challenges. I'm sure all families do. And the psychological part of my degree really helped me learn about myself. And I think a lot of people majored in psychology because of that. And then communication, because I was super shy and I had a deep fear of public speaking. I think there's one thing that one of my strengths is, you know, that if I have a problem, I want to figure it out and I want to fix it. I'm a fixer. And it's a useful skill in business. It's useful when I'm with my clients And for myself personally, it's been great, but I also tortured myself a lot. So, you know, in high school, I challenged myself to be in all these leadership positions that forced me to speak in front of people, even though I was deathly afraid of it. And then in high school, I was part of speech theater and we traveled around and I regularly got red ribbons 
I never got a blue ribbon. I think the best I ever got was a participation where they didn't give you a red ribbon. (laughs) It was pretty awful. And then I go to college and major in psychology and communication. And for our communication majors out there, you know, like the entire time you're getting your degree, you're being videotaped in front of the classroom and people are critiquing your communication skills. So just tie that in super painful, even worse. And then I got into the corporate world and, you know, I jumped into a sales position because I thought I was going to go to law school and I needed money to pay for it. So here I am in a sales position, having to talk to people all the time, having to pick up the phone and call people. Then I started to have to do presentations on what I was doing in front of prospective clients. So I was using all these skills, but in the middle of it, I had severe glossophobia and you can Google it. It's a deep, deep, deep fear of public speaking. Like it was so terrible. And it's one of the reasons I eventually became an NLP certified coach. It's one of the reasons I continue to do all this work on myself because I was like, what is this fear about and where does it come from? And, you know, I never really figured it out. I mean, I don't, I have no idea why I had this deep fear, but I did do enough work to release the limiting beliefs and the fears around it. And eventually that fear went away. And I can tell you today, I do still get a little bit nervous, more excited than nervous before I get in front of a large crowd. And I know how to channel that energy you know, and be connected to the audience. So it's a different feeling. And so I'm in a much different place. But again, like, that's why when I say if you would ask me if this was what I was going to be doing for a living, I would have said never in a million years, not in a million years. And that's why I encourage you because if there's something that you want to do, and you have deep fear around it, I get it. And often we have deep fear around doing the things that we dream about most or the things that are calling us. Like, I really felt that I had this call to be on stage, but it wasn't what I really wanted to do. I mean, I I was scared to death, literally. And yet I followed that calling because when I launched my first business, I was asked to speak all the time. And I just thought, gosh, why are people asking me to speak? But they saw something in me that I couldn't see. So, you know, if you're being called to do something or you feel that pull, I want you to pay attention to it because there's something there for you. So going back, you know, I, got my first job at outside sales and realized very quickly I didn't like selling, but I also knew it was a valuable skill that could help me pay for law school. So that was my initial driving force. Well, fast forward after reading every book I could on sales and really denying the idea that sales is a numbers game. People used to say that to me all the time. Sales is a numbers game. And I was like, no, it's not. I started to realize that it's an intent. You could say it's an intention game or it's an intention process. Sure. I still got a lot more no's than yeses. But when I was clear on my intention that I could really help someone and I showed up to solve a problem, people wanted my help. And, you know, in the IT training consulting world, there were plenty of people to help. And so, you know, I went from making a hundred cold calls every day because I was told it was a numbers game to, you know, making 25 or 30 quality researched calls with the intention of getting five appointments and everything seemed to transform pretty quickly. And if you want to hear more about that story, it's actually in my book, Selling with Intention. It's on my website. You can get it on Amazon pretty inexpensively or you can download it on your Kindle. But that kind of tells the whole story. Or One Great Goal. If you're looking at a goal setting, if you need some help with goal setting, I recommend One Great Goal. Uh, my other book, it's also available on Amazon. I think it's only like $2.99 or something to get it on your Kindle. So it's super inexpensive. But it also tells my whole entire story and the beliefs I had to break through to ultimately become president of the company in five years. So I started when I was 22. By the time I was 27, I was president of a $20 million company. And it was a crazy, crazy ride. And I share that with you not to say, look what I did, but I share with you because if I can do it, if I can navigate that, figure it out with the deep fears and just so many blocks that were in my way, 
I now know that if you feel the call to do something, it's just waiting for you. And truly anything is possible. So after I was no longer with the company, I started my own company. I realized I was pretty, what's the word? I was highly unemployable. That was an understatement. I'm sure some of you can relate to that. And I just had to start my own company. And from there, I grew my own company. I started it as a business coaching company. Now it's a sales coaching company. And we've had clients all over the world. We've had international clients. We have, I've traveled a lot around the United States. I was originally in on the West Coast and I have a lot of clients in California. And now I've been back in the Midwest after we had our son, Luca, Tim and I decided to move the family back here. So now we're in the Midwest and it's just been an incredible ride. We moved the corporation back here a couple of years ago and I'm just grateful. It's just been better than I could have imagined and harder at times that I ever, ever, ever could have imagined. So I know the journey of an entrepreneur. I know the journey of a salesperson and you know, neither one of them are easy journeys, but they're rewarding if you can stick to it. And if you can, you know, stay in that place of possibility and courage. And that's why today I want to talk to you about the five steps to really take a quantum leap in your business and in your sales. And I'll take you through the five steps. And I do want you to take some notes and really think about how this resonates with you, because it's just one of those things that once you get it, once you make some of these shifts, you'll be shocked to see what's potentially on the other side of it for you. And I always tell my clients, like it's often not major shifts. It's like tuning a radio station, right? Like if you can make one shift in a limiting belief, or if you get one idea from today that gets you on a new path, that's worth it. So you know, everything might not apply to you or you'll think, gosh, I, well, I've heard that before, Ursula. That's okay. I've heard a lot of things too. But what I know is there's a difference between hearing something and actually making it work in my business and actually knowing it at a deep level. So just notice that as well. And I also want to set the stage before I dive in to say that selling is a skill. It's something you learn over time. We don't teach it very often. There's very, very few universities where you can get a degree just in sales. We do have one in Minnesota, St. Kate's University. Shout out to all of the graduates from St. Kate's. They're amazing. I got, I had the opportunity to speak to their alumni group for their folks who graduated from their sales degree program. And it's amazing to see what they're doing and hear about their success stories because they're truly legitimizing sales as a career, which it is. And it's a skill set that we all have to learn. So if you feel like you're struggling in sales or you don't know how, there's no shame in that. Don't blame yourself. There's no way you could have learned it, right? And what's so funny to me is that if we were going to go out and hire a CPA, and imagine you're talking to a CPA for your business, you're chatting with them, and you're also like, so, you know, what kind of training do you have or what's your background? Imagine if they said, oh, you know, I read a few articles online and then I launched my business. I mean, that's laughable, right? And yet for most sales professionals and entrepreneurs, that's where we get our information. We read a book, we look up a few articles online and we think, oh, I can do this, I can sell. And that's not the truth. Like selling is a skill you learn over time and you get better at it. It's like any other skill and taking a class is really powerful. That is why we offer our two-day sales training classes. We have a class called Sales Camp and it's a powerful two-day class because we actually, we take people through the process of selling. And one of the places we start with is mindset, which we're going to talk about today in our beliefs around sales and selling, because that one area can make a huge difference. So first and foremost, selling is a skill. Step number one. So now we're going to dive into the five steps to actually take a quantum leap in your sales. Step number one is to release 
your mediocre sales goals and to think quantum. <laughs> what do I mean by that? So you, most of us have mediocre, you know, if any sales goals, we kind of just move through life thinking it's going to happen for us. And then when it doesn't happen, we get frustrated. Well, the truth is you have to have a sales stretch goal. And the way to figure out what your sales stretch goal is, is simply to think about, you know, what's the lowest amount I'd like to sell each month and what's the most. Okay. And usually there's a number in between there that feels like a stretch, but is still believable for you at some level. And that's the key, right? A sales stretch goal or a quantum goal is one that should feel like a stretch, but you know, somewhere in the middle, like it's still believable. Like you actually believe it can happen for you because if it's not believable at some level, like it's not going to happen. So someone who says, you know, they want a multi-million dollar business and they're at zero for most people, like that's a pretty big stretch and they get discouraged really quickly. So you got to find that stretch that's believable for you. And then you have to break the numbers down. So I always encourage my clients to start with a double. I mean, right now in this moment, just think to yourself, what have you been averaging per month? And what would it be like if you doubled that number? Because for a lot of people, that would be a pretty cool quantum leap. So for easy math, let's say that you've been doing 5,000 a month and you want to get to 10,000 a month, which would be 120,000 a year. And this is just sales. Let's say someone's just launching a business and for them hitting that first six figures would be amazing. So they're at 5,000. They want to be at 10,000. I want you to break the numbers down. If your average sale is a thousand dollars, how many sales do you need per month to get there? Okay. So I'm going to help you with the sales formula here. 10, right? If you want to get to 10,000, your average sale is a thousand dollars. You need 10 sales. If your closing ratio on average is 50%, or if you don't know, just use 50%, meaning half the people you meet with become your client, then take that number times two, because you need 20 qualified appointments to get your 10, right? If you're only going to close half of them, you need 20 to get there. And so I want you to figure that out for yourself. I want you to figure out how many qualified appointments you need per month to get to your goal. Because once you know that number, you can start to reverse engineer how to get there. Okay. So that's one of your assignments today is I want you to figure it out. How many qualified appointments do I need? Because then you can really supercharge that number by working in a focused and intentional way to get those 20 appointments in the first half of the month rather than spreading them out over the month. Because what most people do is they say, oh my gosh, I, if I need 20 appointments, I'm going to get five appointments a week. Five times four weeks is 20 appointments. No, that just sets you up to fail, right? Because if you actually pushed yourself to get 20 appointments in the first two weeks, even if you didn't get all 20, you would be on a completely different trajectory than if you just kind of waited. And most people are spending their time waiting rather than getting super focused on how to create what they really desire. So that's your first step is to really release those mediocre goals and figure out your numbers. Step number two, this is so huge, is to shift your limiting beliefs about sales and money. Oh my gosh, like it's the reason I wrote the book, a whole book about this called The Belief Zone. If you haven't gotten it, that book's on Amazon as well. You can download it. It's also on audio and or so you can listen to it. But I encourage you like really spend some time working on shifting your limiting beliefs about sales and money. This is so critical because for most people are stuck in this area and they don't even realize it. Okay. So I want to give you an example. I had a client one time who just hated salespeople. Some of you might be able to relate to this. Just hated them, hated salespeople. Didn't want to pick up the phone. 
and yet had grown a pretty successful company, but wanted to get to the million dollar level and was about halfway there. So I had a half a million dollar company. Just was super stuck though. And so, so we had a conversation and I was just curious. I just said, you know what? Tell me more about your business. What's going on? And she's like, before we get started, Ursula, I just want you to remember one thing about me. And I was like, okay, what's that? And she said, don't ever call me a salesperson. She said, I'm a business owner. I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to be called a salesperson. You know, I'm not showing up to be a salesperson. I said, Ooh, this is good, right? Like this is the spot. So I asked her, I said, well, what does that mean? Tell me more. I said, who in your company actually makes the follow-up calls to your clients? And she said, well, I do. And I said, well, who collects the money from your clients? She said, well, I do. I said, who would make an outbound call if a lead came in? She said, I do. I said, is there anyone else who works with the clients to help them get your products and then collects the money? Notice I never said the word sales. And she said, nope, that's me. I said, interesting. Well, I said, I have news for you. I said, not only are you a salesperson, you're the top salesperson in your company. Just one of those moments. And so we worked through what she really, really disliked about salespeople. And what she disliked is that she thought salespeople were greedy and salespeople were pushy. And she had all these beliefs about salespeople that she did not want to be. Well, guess what? That stopped her from hitting the million dollar mark in her business. It absolutely stopped her because every time she picked up the phone, she was afraid of sounding pushy. So she waited for leads to come in. Now over 20 years, she built a, you know, a strong multi six figure business, which was great, but it's not what she wanted. And so I helped her dismantle, you know, what salespeople really are. So for example, are salespeople all pushy? No. Are they all salesy? No. Was she? No. Are most people pretty helpful in the sales arena? Yeah. Are there some people out there who aren't? Of course. Like that's every industry. There's going to be people who make the industry look bad, right? But for the most part, most business owners and sales professionals are honest. They have integrity. They're there to solve a problem. And so we started to shift her belief about who salespeople really are and who she is. And we moved her to, and this is one of my favorites, so you want to write it down. I am a professionally persistent problem solver. I am a professionally persistent problem solver. Because think about it. When you actually believe that you're a professionally persistent problem solver, who would you be afraid to call? Nobody. Not one soul, right? You'd be happy to call someone (laughs) to solve their problem. And so once she made this shift, about a year and a half later, her business hit a million dollars for the first time and then continued to grow past that. That one belief. And I find for most business people and sales professionals, this one belief keeps them stuck. And the truth is, whatever your limiting belief is about sales and selling, it's the exact place you'll stop every time. It'll stop you from following up. It'll stop you from picking up the phone in the first place to even make an outbound call. It'll stop you from calling the fifth time, right? It'll just stop you. And so right now, I want you to look at that. Like, do you have a limiting belief about sales and selling? Where are you stopping yourself? And what would happen if you took on that belief of, I am a professionally persistent problem solver? What would happen in your business? Think about that. All right. So that was step number two. We got to shift your limiting beliefs about sales and money. So we talked about that. Money's a whole other a whole other topic. I probably need to do a whole session on that on the podcast here. But you can take yourself through the same process by simply thinking about your number one limiting belief about money. It could be, for example, there's just not enough or there aren't enough prospects for me or whatever it might be. And then the next step would be to look at three things. And you can write this down, three things that might be potentially not true about that limiting belief. And just by coming up with those three things, you start to release that limiting belief. And then third, come up with a new belief like we did a second ago. Like, you know, you could some you could say something like, 
one of mine, because I believe money was, you had to work hard to make money. And my new belief became money flows to me easily and effortlessly every day. And it does. <laughs> and I still have that belief. And not just in my business, money shows up everywhere. I find money everywhere. My son, Luca, he finds money everywhere now. Sometimes I will be at like a, a subway and he's like crawling underneath the fountain, the soda fountain maker, trying to find, get that penny that's under there. But I love it. Like he knows money is everywhere. And I have that belief now too. So then you come up with that new belief and you write it down. And it takes time. You have to keep saying it to yourself for it to get into your subconscious. I encourage my clients to write a new belief and put it in a frame on their desk so that they, you know, they're not even thinking about it. They're just looking at it every day and it be- starts to become part of them. And then you may find that a limiting belief is like an onion and you have to keep kind of unraveling it and there's a next piece of it and there's a next piece and that's okay. You have to be willing to keep doing that work. So we're going to move on. Step number three regarding five steps to take a quantum leap in your business and your sales is to be accountable and supported. Oh, this is so big. So, so, so important as well. If you start to grow your business, but you don't have the support in place, you'll just stop because you won't be able to keep up. And that's why a lot of people have businesses that, you know, they have a big increase and then the next month they go down again because they're delivering the business and it goes up again and down. It's like a roller coaster ride. You don't want that. You want consistent sales that you can plan for. And so it's important to have that team around you. Okay. An easy way to think about this, because people get overwhelmed. They're like, I can't afford to hire anybody. I mean, I hear that all the time. And the truth is for a lot of people, you can't afford not to, but we live in an age where it's super easy to hire somebody. There are virtual assistants everywhere who would love your business. And when I started with my first virtual assistant and I only had her for like 10 hours a month and it was, you know, I started small and then it grew over time, you know, and now I work with a team of 10 in very different roles who support my business and are part-time in different ways. And it's been great to be able to grow my company in that way. So don't think you have to hire a full-time team. It's pretty easy to hire, you know, just one person to get started. And what you might want to do is just to write down the top three things you wish you could get off your plate today. What are three things that you wish you didn't have to do anymore? Is it, you know, some of the sales copywriting? Is it help with your easing? Is it help with your marketing emails? Does it help with your social media? Is it the admin stuff that drives you crazy, right? In my business, I love to do a few things. I love coaching. I love speaking. I love doing my podcast. I love writing certain things. <laughs> I get help with my writing as well. There are certain things that I like. I love writing my books, but I have Amanda Johnson from True True Intention. She helps me make the books smart and puts them in the right order for me. So I have a lot of support. And I wrote my first children's book, which my current publisher decided he they wanted to publish it, which was fun. So that's coming out next year. But I hired a coach for that. I needed someone to help me get it done. So just think like, what are things that you could get off your plate today? And again, I mean, if you have no, like if you convinced me that you had no money to hire someone, I would still say there's people who would volunteer, who you could barter with. Like the answer that you can't get help, that's not true. Sorry, but that's kind of... It's being a little bit lazy, like it just like push through it. There are people everywhere who could support you if you would ask. And I did a lot of bartering in the beginning of my business because I didn't have a lot of cash flow and people wanted my services. So I thought, well, you know, some things made sense to barter. I don't recommend it on an ongoing basis, but if you're just getting started and you need some, need to do some trades to get going, do it, like figure it out, be scrappy, do whatever it takes to get that business off the ground. All right. Step number four. These are all like, I could spend entire shows just on one of these topics, but step number four is to shift your story. What do I mean by that? I mean that, you know, we are all storytellers, right? We've been storytellers for, 
you know, decades and decades and before the decades. And, you know, even our cave friends, right? They drew pictures on walls. They were communicating things. We are storytellers. We are telling stories. And the important thing, though, is to really, really take a look at your story and to notice what's maybe not true about what you tell yourself. Because we tell ourselves a lot of stories that aren't true. And our subconscious and our conscious mind, they play together to help us come up with stories to really protect us and to protect our ego, right? To kind of keep us safe. But it's important to really, you know, for the purposes of five steps to take a quantum leap, I want you to look at your story about yourself and why you can't reach the business goals that you desire, right? Because that story is keeping you stuck exactly where you are. And so here's the exercise that I want you to do with this. Take a moment or a morning, an early morning, and I want you to get out a piece of paper and just write out the story you've been telling yourself regarding why you can't reach your goals. All the negative stuff. Who do you blame? What do you blame? Why isn't happening? And then when you're done, I want you to just say, this is the last time I'm going to tell this story and I want you to rip it up. And then I want you to write a new story. So imagine it's six months in the future and you've achieved your quantum sales goal that you've set today over that six months. And I want you to write a journal entry. So date it, you know, six months in the future, and then start it out by saying, this is the most incredible six months I've ever had in my business or in my sales. And this is what happened. And I want you to write all the cool things that happened. What's amazing is your subconscious mind gets to work on that right away to support you in making that happen. We've had clients share that it came true. Like they went back and read it six months later. And they're like, you're never going to believe this, Ursula. So it's a powerful exercise. And I just want to encourage you to take time to do it. Our last step today, we're going to be wrapping up. Our last step is to have a powerful, a powerful sales conversation. Yes, this is a tough one. A lot of times. So here's what happens is that we start selling too early or we start selling at inappropriate times when the person we're talking to just isn't they're not ready to hear what we have to say, or they're not in the right mindset space. And that's why it's so important to set real appointments. It's one of the things that we go deep into at sales camp to help our clients know when to set an appointment, how to set an appointment, and then how to have a real sales conversation. Because if you don't set up a separate time to talk and you're just calling people to follow up and try to sell, it doesn't work. When you call and set an appointment and give people time during that conversation to really think about what you're offering, then they can make a real decision, right? And to set an appointment, you can simply say, look, I'm not sure if I can help you. If I can, great. If I can't, I want to refer you to someone who can. So let's set up a time to talk. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. Here's when I'm available, right? Don't let them tell you. You direct when you're available and you keep control of the conversation. You set an appointment with them. You're very professional. And then when you have that separate appointment, you ask questions. Again, selling isn't telling. Selling is asking questions. And when you ask powerful questions, you'll find that people sell themselves. They'll be ready to buy. They won't even know why. They just had this great connection with you. I truly believe that if you're sitting in front of someone who you can really serve and you can really help, and you ask key questions and you really listen, they're going to be with you. But then the key is at the end of that conversation, you've got to... Talk to them about how they can purchase your services and how they would pay for it. And then you've got to finish the sale by receiving that payment information. If they can't pay right now, if they have to have another conversation, you always want to get a next step on the calendar. This is a step that many people miss. So you either want to, you could write this down. You want to get a clear yes, and they're paying you today. A clear no, it's not a fit and that's okay. 
or third, a next step on the calendar. And people miss that last one. And then it becomes, it's like you're chasing a tumbleweed through the desert and you can't get to the person because you're going to be trying to follow up and trying to follow up and trying to follow up. But if you schedule that next appointment on the calendar, you'll always win. So yes, a no or a next step on the calendar. And remember, statistically, you might have to follow up five or more times just to get an appointment. Half of us, 50% of us give up after we make that first call. We make a whole story up about why that person doesn't want to talk to us or why they don't want to do business with us. And we forget about them when that might not be the truth. So I want you to look back through all the notes you took today. And I want you to write down two steps you can take right now. What are two steps that you can take right now today? And I want to encourage you to take those next steps, put a date next to them so that you can put it on your calendar and make those next steps happen. I want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy schedules. Time, I know it's super valuable. I hope you got a lot out of today and that, you know, maybe this is something that this might be one of those shows that you listen to multiple times to get all the little pieces out of it that you can implement in your business so that you can double or triple your sales this year. And again, if you haven't gone there yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift, six secrets to doubling your sales. It's a PDF. It's for you. Use the gift, have fun with it. And again, I want to encourage you to take those steps you've written down today. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with somebody else. If you think there's a friend that it could help, send it to them. Definitely leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that. And again, we just want to thank our listeners all over the world. We love hearing from you. Please email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. Let us know how we can support you. Thanks, everybody. And make this your most epic month yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.